live from Cape Town. This is the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. Assalamualaikum and indeed a warm welcome to the Relief Network this morning. I'm your host Ashwalat and Abida Dixon Mohammed. We focus on the Muslim hands and especially the local offices. We have Sheikh Hashim Pek in studio with me. That is project supervisor for Muslim hands and also participant of the Kilimanjaro trek as well. And then we have Nazir Vadia, who is the media coordinator for Muslim hands as well. A warm welcome to the team of Muslim hands in studio. Assalamualaikum to you. Waalaikum salam. Sheikh, I see the smile on your face. Subhanallah. Always great to have you in studio. Alhamdulillah. And to speak about you know the organisation itself. and what it does locally especially within our community South Africa that is what we um featuring and and focusing on this morning as well as project uh, supervisor i know there's lots that you want to do and, and speak about especially during the month of ramadan yeah. but just a bit of history on you know how busy you've been throughout the year as well just touching on that assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Yes, indeed. Sister Aisha, I was just laughing because you made me a, a, a Kilimanjaro participant already. Inshallah, <laughs> I'm still getting you. Inshallah, inshallah. Okay, inshallah. Barakallah. <laughs> 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 alhamdulillah, yes, said Muslim ends. Alhamdulillah, our aim and our, our purpose for being there is to serve the poor and the needy and to network as far as possible with whether it is grassroots organizations, whether it's individuals, in uniting with them to do the work and to assist the poor and the needy you know there's often areas that we not too familiar with but there is local uh, um, community workers uh, that themselves are going through trouble or had a difficult uh, time in their life but they has set their time and made it their aim in this uh, world in this dunya to serve others so we partner with them we assist them and get them on their feet alhamdulillah to help and assist others uh, we have been busy with a lot of projects alhamdulillah uh, we've uh, finished uh, recently our project foresight alhamdulillah where we managed to uh, successfully uh, fit and uh, provide spectacles for um, disabled children alhamdulillah at the Miri Harding school and uh, previous before that we did another school called Agaipi uh, we did uh, we were busy with stationary supplies uh, at the beginning on beginning of the year and uh, now we're getting ready for the winter we also were quite busy this year brother nazir was uh, traveling to joburg as well as durban also and alhamdulillah we met and we saw the condition of many people around our very beautiful uh, country south africa and the need is ever growing So wherever we can be of assistance we try of course first locally and then of course we international organization as well so uh, our needs or the responsibilities great as well water uh, uh, no water wells tube wells and digger wells uh, building of massage which acts as a community center uh, whether it is uh, the massage it mashallah in south africa we know massages to be mostly for salah and madrasa If you travel further on out of South Africa, you will find that uh, the masjid, once the masjid is in the area, the village is extremely happy because mm-hmm. why? It's a place where, um, you know, activity can take place, income generation programs, uh, the um, uh, communities have the meetings there and things like that. And everything takes place from there. So alhamdulillah, we've been quite busy with uh, setting up quite a few of uh, local masjids, whether it's in Sudan, whether it's in Niger and, and so forth. and uh, also assisting 
our local masjid yeah it was one masjid in particular masjid al-fatiha in uh, Kayalicha, where we assisted with the renovation and upgrading and alhamdulillah sheikh abdullah asali who is the resident imam there uh, he's doing sterling work and handling many reverts uh, per month and he's very active with his programs there alhamdulillah hmm. So, uh, yes, and Brother Nazir will also <laughs> touch on further and take you further with other activities also that he's been involved with. Before we touch on Brother Nazir, you've mentioned earlier on Tube World, Digger mm-hmm. World and the IBC Water Tank. Tell us about the differences, especially for listeners who's not aware of it. Okay, Barakallah. Our Digger Well is a, it's a, uh, the, it's a product name we gave for a big well. So that we term as in our term in Muslim hands, uh, uh, lingo, we say it's a Digger Well. And everybody at Muslim Hands knows we're referring to the big well. Um, and that's a standard uh, size, uh, uh, huge well that uh, can last for up to about 10 years. Uh, the cost is 10950 And we dig in most places 35 meters, up to 35 meters. There is community wells, which is bigger than that, which often we build at the massage. That's a step higher than the digger well. And uh, that's a little high in price also. But uh, that you can see to many, many people, the community, everyone can come there all all the time. Whereas the digger well can serve up to 25 families, including their livestock. Our tube well is uh, slightly a little smaller. Uh, and that uh, the price the cost there is 3500 and often we put it in the rural villages where there's about two or three uh, families or homes at one uh, location mm-hmm. and then they will share that you will so often we place them in uh, areas like uh, countries like Bangladesh and Pakistan that's where we roll out our uh, tube wells so mashallah if you want to donate towards a you know on the on the salis uh, sawab of your almarhum someone that passed on and you want to do a good deed mashallah this is indeed the sadaqatul jariya so if you can the, manage to uh, supply or to sponsor to donate a um, tube well mashallah contact us or dig a well also if you want to get involved with the community wells we can assist, surely assist you there as well. Sheikh Ali, you mentioned about the project for site that yeah. you've worked with Agape and then also recently with um, some other schools, Mary, Harding, Mary yeah. Harding School as well. Mm. How old is this project? Uh, this project, I think, uh, it's about now running three to four years. I think it's either, if I'm not mistaken, I think we're in our fourth year now, if mm. I'm not mistaken. And Alhamdulillah, we, uh, we do the big projects where we uh, earmark a school or an institution and we supply all of them that uh, all the recipients that need and then also throughout the year we have a facility where if there's elderly people people that of course they have to um, suit and meet the criteria we check do a proper background check and all that and uh, once they uh, do qualify then they get placed on a list so when we reach about say 10 or 20 and then we contact them so a person that is often elderly people they come to us name is placed on the list as soon as we tell you up to about 10 or 20 and then we let them know we contact them and we make arrangements with our um, uh, service provider and then we see that they get their spectacles okay. inshallah. Nazir coming to you and I think she had spoken about you know the project for site as well and one wonders yes um, there must be criteria as well as your service providers and you know networking with um, local business and organization which is so important I think that is where you come in isn't it? Assalamu alaikum. <laughs> I do. I'd like to just start by saying on behalf of Muslim Hands South Africa, Ramadan Kareem to all the listeners. 
May this month bring you abundant blessings and bring us all closer to the Almighty, oh, inshallah. Amen, inshallah. Gee, as the media coordinator, that is well, a part of my job. And if we're talking just about Project Foresight, so uh, we work with service providers that are willing, that understand that we are an NGO and this is donated money that we're dealing with. And they uh, come to the party. As I said, we've been lucky enough to get service providers who kind of met us halfway and uh, they share in our passion to helping people out there. So we've been very lucky. And as the public also, you can get involved in Project uh, Foresight. It's 500 Rand to sponsor a pair of spectacles. And let me tell you, I was there at the last one we did when we handed over the spectacles. And to see the looks of the, the faces of the kids when they got their glasses, um, there was a girl who literally started screaming, I can see, um, because they don't know any better. They don't know that they, they had bad eyesight or it was affecting the way they learned. Nazir, so it's a fantastic project. I must tell you, I, I probably can relate to that because my daughter was five years old when she got her pair of spectacles and she said to me, Mommy, look at the sky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and to see that, uh, that, that look and that genuine uh, the genuine difference that it makes yes, it, was, it was something special on that day too yes so we speak about um you know networking with organizations and businesses as well and especially for the month of ramadan tell us more about the projects that's currently running as well gee okay so uh, being an internationally and locally registered uh, ngo like muslim hands we we busy year-round the, the need is always there the project's always there but in ramadan we're in hyperdrive as they say and most of the organizations will, will tell you they are in hyperdrive i think sheikh is laughing there but i think at the office we say we're all going <laughs> super saiyan <Sheik. laughs> so we in hyperdrive and uh, this month is our most imp uh, important month of the year so we have projects going uh, throughout this uh, month that include uh, iftars weekly iftars feeding programs the public can get involved there you can uh, this year is a real uh, nice way we're doing it we're taking it out to the public so you can do an iftar uh, on behalf of yourself get all that up through muslim hands and that would cost you 2400 rand and you could feed 100 people so we do have the normal Ramadan pack and iftar pack feed one person, but we decided this year let's try and do a bulk uh, feeding for the public. So if you do want to do that, get uh, in contact with us. You can feed 100 people for 2,400 rand. So that means you've identified areas that you would be feeding in as well? Gee, gee. So we've got areas and a network of organizations that we work with and the masjids, as Sheikh uh, will touch on, that we can go ahead and feed the, those people on your behalf. Uh, other than that, we have our orphan iftar coming up on the 10th of June at Ryland Civic. If you want to volunteer, uh, get in touch with us just to see how you can help or sponsor some food or whatever it may be. That's on the 10th of June. And then we've got um, a big one that's in partnership with Voice of the Cape, yours truly, and a Macro Ottery, uh, where we have a Fitra Feed the Hungry campaign. So you can go to Macro, drop off your Fitra uh, items there, or buy it from Macro, drop it off there, and they've also got a Fitra uh, pack that you can purchase. So you're not in hyperdrive, you're in a macro drive. Macro drive. <laughs> <laughs> macro voice of the cave drive. Alhamdulillah, we'll touch on that a little bit later, but you mentioned that um, um, to allude to what he had said um, with regards to networking with organizations and the various massages in the areas for feeding as well mm. as to not uh, duplicate things yeah. you know, with other organizations as yes. well, which is so important. Yeah, that is, I think, uh, with all our organizations, that is the vital part of everything is the homework ahead of time. Uh, all of us, our biggest, I won't say enemy, but our biggest fear is, to, is duplication. So as far as possible, we try not to duplicate. Um, we've uh, started, I think, last in 2015, yeah, extending our reach to further areas, areas like the, up the West Coast, Saldanabai, and so on. And they're still with us, alhamdulillah. 
and uh, many other areas, uh, Friedenberg and so onwards. So uh, Hope Field and so forth. So we try and go to those areas that is often, you know, not close to us. So they often say, oh, out of sight, <laughs> out of mind. Yes. So, uh, uh, inshallah ta'ala, we uh, cross-check and with, as so far those, as... So those yeah. feeding and going out there not necessarily means for Muslims because this is us of non-Muslims there as well. Yeah. Yeah, our feedings we do uh, through the year already we okay. do feedings and that's also for, for non-Muslims, Muslims, non-Muslims, anybody. We cannot be with prejudice, we cannot be, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, favoring any particular um, uh, religion or creed. But we're there for everyone, but uh, also the other organizations, be they Christian also or non-Muslim, they understand that we have Islamic ethos and that we need to uh, abide by that as far as possible. But as far as our recipients, it is for Muslims and non-Muslims. So only with regards to our fitra, of course, that is understood that we have to we take care of our Muslim uh, recipients and we have to see to them. But if somebody uh, comes throughout uh, the month of Ramadan, throughout the year, especially the month of Ramadan also, we find non-Muslims also coming. And if we have, uh, we do have uh, some uh, supplies which we keep for them also and we give them, alhamdulillah. Um, Sheikh Hasina, you have various, um, do not, I'm not going to say departments, but you know, headings where you speak about um, the like um, uh, the project for sight, you have the feeding, you also have um, health, which is so important as well. Tell us about the health aspect. Okay, uh, Project Foresight falls now by support the health. on health. Okay. Then we had, uh, I think, a year or two ago also, we were very actively involved with the uh, cataract. We had a cataract uh, removal. We partnered with Tigerberg Hospital, and then we assisted uh, um, the people in removing the cataract, alhamdulillah. And wherever the else is and in the term of medical, uh, we assist, inshallah ta'ala. Uh, throughout the year, we have a lot of applicants applying of coming for some medication and things like that, which they have to source themselves, but for some reason they can't financially. And we let them go through the process of applying and so on. We set the board sits down with it, and then we assist also as far as possible. Um, things like, um, uh, you know, often these uh, machines that the people need to uh, breathe and so the on. The nebulizers. Nebulizer. And there was uh, some other uh, machine also, I don't know if it's a dehumidifier or something like that. Yes. Uh, and uh, we had a patient not too long ago, a child that suffered, she had a tracheostomy. So she had tracheotomy. a... Yeah, yeah yes. that's what, from the throat. And it often impacted on the living conditions. Yes. So she was at a special place um, where a, she was under care like a home, but they never, they couldn't uh, discharge it to home. Because, because of the living machine, condition yes. wasn't right. So we had to assist that family, that father and mother, in repairing the home and making it, uh, you know, medically suitable for the child to come back. And Alhamdulillah, she's back at home now. Alhamdulillah, with us. Um, Sheikh, we, we speak about, you know, the various programs that you've alluded to earlier on, especially the healthcare one. And I'm sure there was many that you've mentioned off air that you were very busy with, um, you know, in last year, beginning this year still, and still yeah. busy uh, when it comes to health. It's always a challenge, isn't it? Yes, most definitely, yeah. Uh, last year, I was just recalling at uh, the end of the year, we were quite busy with our uh, HIV awareness campaigns. This year, we were busy with our cancer awareness and uh, this TB awareness as well. Um, so those are always uh, things that we don't forget and where we can play a role 
our local uh, medical uh, organizations um, we had one um, HIV and TB clinic in Weinberg. I think they had their launch uh, and we were present there and assisted them uh, as far as possible that uh, we could assist them with for their launch. So that is just to also be there um, in this important uh, fight or in this important plight which is uh, the um, concern and the, the basically the HIV awareness uh, campaign as well as TB and then also cancer. So we don't forget all uh, this part of our uh, medical department also. Sheikh, do you have your various departments and, and, you, and you plan your things such as mm. you would plan for the month of Ramadan, but this year, you know, knowing that the month of Ramadan is also in the heart of winter. Mm. So we're looking at those, you know, apart from your normal programming, there's also the emergency relief. So you need to be on standby all the time should anything happen as well. Yes, Alhamdulillah. As uh, you know, when it comes to winter, the first thing we think about is uh, blanket. We think about beanie and gloves and caps and scarves and things like that. So, Alhamdulillah, our first uh, um, set of blankets will be arriving soon now, as in this week. And uh, inshallah, if there's any volunteers to help us pack the blankets, give us a call. And we'll schedule a time and you can help us pack the blankets and be part of this uh, very important and uh, life-changing event also and it's a very something very important for somebody that don't have you know warmth uh, during this winter and uh, that don't have a blanket we take it for granted we have one two three four we have the ways also and electric blankets there is genuinely some people that does not have a blanket at all so inshallah ta'ala and then also we will be going to a few schools and some institutions and uh, that we have earmarked and we will be providing them with uh, warm uh, caps, scarves, and uh, uh, mostly caps and gloves, inshallah ta'ala. So for the cap and glove, if anybody wants to donate... Um, you know, towards yes. that project, just mm. just to share, because here we can see, you know, um, Alhamdulillah, it's the month of Ramadan, it's winter, but it's still school, so we we can approach schools also to to come on board and become part of this. So, you know, one learner adopt another learner to another school. I think that would be a great project. Gee, that's an excellent idea. Now. <coughs> Uh, as you'll see, especially it's, uh, this year, we're focusing a lot on the youth, trying to yes. get the youth involved. I mean, they, the, the future, not to sound cliche, but to, to get them involved is something amazing. And if you instill that, that charitable aspect in them at an early age, uh, inshallah, they grow up to do much more than I my mean. generation ever did, inshallah. Uh, gee, so as a public, or an, as a school child or as a school, you can sponsor a blanket for 100 rand. Mm -hmm. That's the blanket. You can sponsor a blanket with the beanie and gloves pack for 160 rand. And if you do a full pack for 200 rand, that would be the blanket, the beanie, the gloves, and would provide a warm meal for that person. So this is part of the winter drive, and we're going to start pushing that. Uh, it just uh, coincides with Ramadan, so we will give some attention to it as well. And gee, as the public, you can do that. I mean, just thinking about being cold is such a scary thought. So you can imagine, um, last year we, we had a nice initiative where we went out onto the streets. We called it the night on the streets, and we went to the homeless people. So that's again touching to the out of sight, out of mind aspect that Sheikh was talking about. They easily forgotten. Uh, so we actually just went out and found homeless people randomly sleeping on the side of the street, and we provided food for them, gave each of them a blanket, and uh, just to see how they live. And that was uh, that was uh, also uh, it. Just changes your perspective of life. 
Subhanallah. Sheikh, looking, looking at you know people's conditions and especially that of the homeless mm. and you know comparing it even with those uh, that you've met in uh, Malawi as well. Mm. Um, yes, South Africa, do you still feel that we have this luxury of um, you know um, getting a blanket? Um, yes. Getting some food if you're knocking yeah. at the neighbor's door. What's yeah. it like in Malawi where you've been? Subhanallah, if you can just, uh, you know, sometimes if I uh, think back and we went, uh, we did the journey, I think the 26th of March, and we went there for a few days, but it was really an eye opener for me, and it was for me in, in many ways life changing. Uh, you know, uh, we were mentioning earlier of medical care, and here we yes. are NGO that uh, is able to assist medically. Just to put everyone in the picture briefly, we um, uh, visited a district there in um, Malawi called the uh, Chikwawa district. And this was the village of Chombo village. When we came there, um, the chief greeted us very warmly, well, everything. And each one first spent about ten, five to ten minutes, the chief even longer, in just thanking Muslim hands for the work that we have been doing there so far. Uh, what basically took place is they have undergone a, a drought just before we came there. And after that, they before we came, rains came. But with the rains, uh, they, um, there was a worm called, they, they called it the army worm. Mm. Army worms attacked the crops. So there wasn't really anything for them really to eat the crops, they couldn't harvest the crops and everything died and so forth. So uh, we uh, were called out, our office there was called out to assist the United Nations in the World Food Program. And we managed to give them, um, as I was mentioning earlier, maize meal, yes. uh, a bag of maize, 50 kg bag and also 2 liters of oil. And this, they were so thankful just for this, but this is what we have. one family survives on for a month. A 50 kg bag of, of maize meal and a 2 litre uh, uh, bottle of oil. And they were thankful for that. And uh, we came there and they mentioned to us some of the losses that they have undergone and asked uh, what, what is that. Uh, one lady that was sitting there, she recently lost a child. And uh, they, they gave us the story how she lost a child. She was pregnant and she needed to give birth. So a, a closest clinic, we're just speaking of medical uh, yes. aid before this, uh, the closest clinic was six hours on a bicycle. And they lift her on a bicycle to the clinic. On the way on the route, just before she came there, uh, it was time for the baby to come. And uh, she was quite a distance still from the hospital. She had to give birth in, in the bushes. And unfortunately, the child never made it. And another example is another lady, they pushed on a wheelbarrow. And this is not something, it's sounding like, oh, what is Sheikh speaking? Yes. Or is Sheikh making up a story? This is what really happened. And Malawi is not so far away from its own neighbor. Still till today, there is cases where people are being pushed in a wheelbarrow to go to the, to the hospital. And I was told that in some cases when they need an operation, <laughs> they have to bring their own generator with because the hospital, all hospitals don't necessarily have electricity. So if you want to be operated on, you have to bring your own generator with subhanallah. So these are the conditions that is there. 
Um, we alhamdulillah we have the luxury we have got the our municipalities takes care of our water we have uh, uh, alhamdulillah yes we have difficulties there is people that don't have uh, warm clothes and, and uh, blankets and things like that but there is organizations that is there to assist together with the, with the government so um, we must at the same token be thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make a big shukr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the great ni'mah which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us uh, and as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in the one ayah just to zoom into where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions as part of this ayah that the believers are men and women they are awliya, helpers and supporters, friends and protectors of one another they, they enjoin unto people al-ma'roof and they keep away munkar they encourage people to do good and they discourage people to do evil so the ayah continues but the gist of the the, the the ayah the focus is that we are there to support and to help and to assist one another mm-hmm. and by us assisting other people Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala assists us in our daily battles our obstacles which is in our our personal life Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala remove those obstacles so if you're building a masjid whether it's in Niger or whether it is in Somalia or whether it's in Sudan and through that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to remove so much difficulties in your life sometimes people people have money but they don't have health so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you part with your money for a good cause khasatan lillahi ta'ala purely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then what does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala do? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala eases your burden in whichever way it is whether it is even financially whether it is health whether it is social economical difficulty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make it easy so we need to zoom into the concept again that Rasulullah sallallahu taught us that was that don't think when you give you are going to get poorer give and you will see how much richer you become so many people told me when they give not only rich in returning money is coming uh, returning to you but in, in 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 health in spirit in experience and in wisdom because why you have learned you saw you thought your condition was difficulty was you were in great difficulty but the Allah subhanallah shows you somebody else condition and uh, for that then you can be ever grateful and for that then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rewards you inshallah mm, inshallah Sheikh you've been with Muslim hands for a number of years and we're looking at uh, Muslim hands being established in the, in the early 90s basically mm. so lots of growth within the organization itself alhamdulillah you know lots of transformation that has happened also yeah, I think lots of people come and gone you know but they're sticking with Muslim hands and looking at what it is that difference that you're doing within society subhanallah not just locally in, in South Africa but also in our neighboring countries as well. Mm. Yes, no, most definitely. I think on a regular basis, you know, everyone is uh, welcome to check our website out, uh, muslimans.org.za. And we've got one muslimans.org.uk as well. .org.uk, you, you mm-hmm. can stick to the .org.za and then that's just easier for the South African people to check in. But uh, mm-hmm. Jake, going on the international thing, we are in 30 countries and uh, including Africa and uh, Syria, Palestine, things like that. And the, the difference is uh, when I say we are in the country, I mean we are physically in that country. We yes. have a ground team in that country. We just did a few uh, food distributions in Syria. Uh, two weeks ago, so we have offices there, and uh, I think inshallah, in the coming weeks, we actually have planned to uh, link up with them on this show uh, to the office in Syria and the office in Palestine, inshallah, that, that comes through. But gee, as I said, 30 countries, and we on the ground there, we see the need and uh, we do the work. 
So, inshallah, all the, the all your donations, uh, zakat, sadaqa, fitrah, if you wanted to go to a place like Palestine or Syria or internationally, then uh, that's possible also. Yes. Nazir, so, you mentioned earlier on your partnering with Voice of the Cape as well as Macro. Just expand a little bit more so that our listeners can know what to do and how to go about it. Gee, perfect. So, this is the second year we were going to ahead uh, with this partnership the, because of the success of last year. Voice of the Cape and Macro had, uh, selected Muslim Hands as the NGO to partner with and uh, we are very proud to be in partnership with such esteemed companies so what you can do is if you go to macro artery you'll see the donation bins at their till points you can leave your fitra items in there or you can buy the items at macro themselves and drop it off there or you can take items from home whichever uh, way you you think you uh, that whatever would be easier for you but um so they been started from last week they there they will run throughout uh uh, Ramadan, and then our fitra distribution happens where we give out parcel shirt knows I will touch on that a bit, but you can go to macro, donate your fitra there, and then Voice of the Cape and macro also uh, come to the party and they 've donated uh, to us to get more fitra parcels so it 's a good partnership and a win win for everyone alhamdulillah yeah, so it, it, it works um, two ways, three ways yeah, alhamdulillah, but the mm. best way is that we see to those who do not have subhanallah yes, yes, coming back to the uh, question. Uh, the Aisha posed about you know our international teams and on that side, they touch base with us on a regular basis, and it's part of my job to just find out what's happening. We just heard now in Sri Lanka also the floods that took place there and so on, and then we have our teams in Syria and so on. So they constantly they uh, update us by means of the uh, um, our websites, and also if there's something emergency and certain things that they need coordination was from our side and that we also need to get input from them uh, they constantly update us what's happening around the world and the different challenges new there's always they get conflict uh, zones coming and going then it's not a conflict zone anymore then it becomes a conflict zone then you got our uh, emergency uh, disaster relief then you got your famine areas i think something that is very big now that we have zoomed into was africa on edge it's a campaign we're running and that is the, if you will hear of many other organizations also speaking of the great uh, uh, influx of famine and drought and, and that type, the crisis escalating in Africa. So we had, uh, we, uh, we had a team now just doing a, a sterling work now in Somalia, Somalia now recently, and then also Sudan. And then, of course, we uh, did uh, in partnership with our office in Malawi. The SA office in the Malawi office, uh, Muslim Man's office, was busy with that uh, relieving of uh, food, the food corresponding to the food crisis in Malawi. So, uh, yes, uh, things are changing ever so often on ground, uh, but we try and keep a tap on all the things as far as possible. And with the help of the public, with the help of, the, of our beloved brothers and sisters, we can do so much more things and we can reach so, uh, so much more places, inshallah ta'ala. So Sheikh, you're busy throughout the year, but during the mm. month of Ramadan, you give preference to many things other yeah. than what happens outside of the month of Ramadan. Yes. Just touch mm. on that for us. Um, now we into our, my program, of one of my biggest uh, um, responsibilities is now is our iftar programs, as also our fitra distribution. So now already we're getting underway, uh, completing our assessments with the uh, fitra recipients and uh, putting all the things in place. Uh, from outside, the 12th, just to put it out to the public, because we have people coming to the door and they say, well, but we're going again away. Um, the 12th of June is earmarked where we are taking uh, uh, recipients basically in, so they need to come with the necessary details. 
uh, a referral letter from the local imam. Those documentation is very important. They need to come with a referral letter from the local imam, and that is one of our ways how we avoid duplication. Alhamdulillah. So that you don't come to us and you are already getting at your local masjid, uh, at your masajid or the place where you are coming from. And then also you need, of course, a copy of your ID and all that. And uh, from there onwards, you put your name down, and then we will come. Very important is a cell number also, because from there, we will SMS you or, um, or uh, contact you via you know, office telephone, if needs be, but preferably bulk SMS to tell you that you have qualified and you can come fetch your voucher. But this all is only taking place after the 12th. I have a saying in the office, I always say, no, let's first make fast. Yes. <laughs> that was my yesterday, and so inshallah. But our teams, we have did our research and we're doing our, our best to coordinate and get everything ready so that we can feed those needy people for the day of Eid, inshallah. That is with a fitra parcel, inshallah ta'ala. So is that, and then iftar. When it comes to the iftar programs, um, first up on our, on our list is our townships, certain lo- um, locations in the townships. So we have earmarked a few. So we'd like the other, um, the, the public out there, inshallah, our donors, join us if you want to contact us, find out where we are doing it, when we, when we are doing it. And if you want to get involved, sponsor maybe a pot of food or sponsor some, you know, dulce spice or some wassas or dates. Um, believe you me, there is children that are sitting at the table and often they just have a, a date and water. Sometimes they just, we were at one place, we brought a pot of food and that was the only thing they had. It was that pot of food and a glass of water. Uh, so inshallah ta'ala your donation and your assistance can can mean, uh, does really mean a lot Subhanallah. you know what I love about it is that we speak about Muslim and South Africa this morning mm. and what you do locally within our community mm. I think lots many times people have this misconception that you only work and that the money goes outside of South Africa mm-hmm. because you're supporting <laughs> other people and other organizations mm. and we have um, you know hunger on our doorstep here yeah. so yeah. this is a rundown of what is happening locally yeah. and not just during the month of Ramadan but outside of the month of Ramadan mm. as well. Um, just you mentioned earlier on the iftar pack if people wish to sponsor that as well and if they want to feed on the days when you feed as well, how much it would cost and I would love you just to share that with our listeners once again, Nazir. Gee, no, not a problem. So locally, if you want to do a mass iftar from your side, uh, you can sponsor a, a pot to feed 100 people, that's 2,400 rand. If you want to feed 200 people or more, that could, would cost you 4,000 rand. Uh, if you have a uh, one iftar pack, and then this goes internationally. So internationally, if you want t- uh, to feed one fasting person for the whole month, that would cost you 900 rand, and this would be in Syria or Palestine or in one of those countries up to you decide. Uh, if you were to provide one iftar for 100 people internationally, that would cost you 1,500 rand. So uh, the unique thing is we've put uh, together a few packages and that, that you can decide on. So if you go to the website, muslimhands.org.za, you can take a look at that. But keeping it local, if you want to do a massive star, it's 2,400 rand to feed 100 people, 4,000 rand to feed 200 or more people, and a fitra pack would cost you 170 rand. And that would go towards uh, fitra, and that's in pack with uh, all the goodies and whatnot. Sheikh, okay. are there any upskilling programs that you um, provide for community as well? They always say, you know, teach them to fish a little yes, bit too. Yes, 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 we be on that, and that is very important. I think that is a direction definitely to, t- to take. In, uh, when you're in the business of assisting and uplifting people. Yes. Oh, we, I don't think any organization would want to really be 
in the business always of having the same person come to your doorstep or to your office and giving that same person again a food parcel and a food parcel one month after the, uh, the next. Uh, this is clearly not what we all envisage to do. Uh, but what we invest heavily in and try as far as possible to suggest for what will applicants come got a certain day of the week that is uh, we call it surgery day okay. <laughs> but that is uh, the people start queuing it's almost like a clinic in, in, in if one can term it like that but that is where we give time to listen to whichever problem the person is coming with and see that it is how in which way can muslim hands assist um we on on those when dealing with the applications we always try and offer them a way out as to how they can also uplift themselves so we have things like income generation then we have skills training program the income generation program is very limited though because why we want to see that that person now if he's coming with an idea he needs a machine or he needs whatever because he can generate income from that but then we need to do uh, we make a thorough investigation and inspection to make sure that he knows what he's talking about he has the client let's have a business plan yes a business <laughs> plan and all that not just now i saw something i want to yes. do it we don't know then he's going to fail with it unfortunately so we do that also so once he once we set someone up with the income generation program from them mashallah then they are able to, to to generate their own income just last week we had a, a very another success story brother coming back we started him with a a cd a computer and he's printing and burning his own cds and so on and selling and he came back to the office and showed us this is what he's produced he's selling his business is going on good of some people in the farming industry also we assisted them as well uh, selling fruit and veg um, but the skills training program at the moment now we have a one that we partner with a few uh, service providers uh, we have people like the ICANN Center so any soft skills training the person need computers and so onwards uh, we get them involved there. if there's placements uh, are available they do place them they may have the security as well Nazir just finally share the contact details for Muslim Hands with our listeners the website as well as contact details and physical address Gee, okay, just to touch on that uh, skills training. So that's deeply embedded into us as an organization. Mm -hmm. So even going internationally, and the nice thing this Ramadan is we've put together a few zakat certified options for you to provide that internationally. So you can uh, use your zakat to get uh, olive trees in Palestine that can provide income for people there and build shops in Africa and whatnot. But moving on, so you can go to the website, uh, muslimhands.org.za, or you can call our office at 21 Six double three, six four one three, or follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. There we go. So you on the social media on the as social well. media. We cool kids. To yourself, yes. Chef, and to Nazir, shukran so much for being in here with us this morning. All the success in the Ramadan Kareem, inshallah. Inshallah. Well, that wraps our program, the Relief Network, for this morning. From myself, Aisha, to Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.